Well, again, thanks for joining me this morning. I appreciate you being here. Um, today we're going to look at uh, a very difficult topic for uh, as a Christian. You know, I've, I've told everybody that, and I've used this expression a lot of different times, that, you know, the Christian journey, the Christian walk, is probably the most difficult thing that, that we might undertake in our entire life. And I, I do believe that to be true. It, it's a difficult, hard thing to do. Well, one of the reasons is because of our obligations toward guidelines and rules and things of that nature. You know, as early in life as kids, we learn to obey, obey rules and regulations. Uh, I remember as a kid, you know, you learned immediately that, you know, when you going to the restroom or whatever you know if you're a boy you go to the boys room a girl you go to the girls room uh if you encountered a sign or a light that was red you know what did that mean that usually meant uh, that you would stop you know red means stop green means go uh, sometimes i remember obeying rules that i didn't really want to you know like speed limits you know okay well you know, I'm in a hurry, and the speed limit says 55. Well, I don't want to drive, you know, to be 55. I want to go 70. But you obey the rules because they're there for a reason. They're there to try and keep people safe. They're there to help people to live a good and productive life without getting injured and things. I remember as a kid, you know, you used to have to get your homework done before you vegged out in front of the TV at night or... Or you had to get your chores done before you, you know, you took off and went to hang out with your friends or, or do other things. You know, you had responsibilities and you learned early in life that those rules and regulations, uh, you needed to obey them. You need to, you know, perform the things that you needed to get done, you know, on time so that everything worked. And there were other rules that, you know, you obeyed as in life that maybe we didn't quite understand. Uh, maybe we didn't even agree with. Um, first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, sometimes you, you come up upon a left turn, you know, no left turn sign. And I'm like, well, why not? You know, I don't see any reason why you can't turn left here. But obviously there is something behind the, the sign and the rule that, you know, that you need to obey. You know, you don't turn left here because somebody has determined that it's, uh, maybe it's unsafe. You obey the rules and the guidelines uh, to pay your taxes and such and to, you know, do the things uh, lawfully that you're supposed to adhere to so that, again, you're safe, community's safe, and friends and people around you are safe also. There's always the rules that um, come with no explanation, too. You know, like when mom or dad would say, you know, because I told you to. Hello? You know, because I told you to, that's why you will do the things that you, you know, might not want to do, but I'm telling you, you need to do. I remember in church, you know, I grew up in a Catholic church, and there were some rules there that we had to follow, too. Uh, you had to go to confession at least once a year. Uh, you had to, you know, refrain from eating meat on Fridays. Uh, you had to wait at least an hour before you received communion at church. You know, sometimes these rules made sense, sometimes they didn't. 
I remember one day when I was really young and uh, in the, the Catholic grade school that I was attending, uh, the, it wasn't just the nuns in your classroom, but the priest would come in periodically also and teach some lessons. And I remember a priest came in one day and told us about, you know, how you need to go to confession uh, at least at least at a minimum of every year. And I remember thinking to myself, <laughs> how in the world am I supposed to remember all the things I've done wrong over the last 12 months? You know, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. Obedience is one of these things that um, is a huge directive in all of Scripture. That's, that's where I'm going here. That's what the point is. Is one of these things that God has outlined in the Scriptures, in His Word for each one of us, is that uh, He wants us to understand that we have to be obedient to the laws and to the guidelines and to the rules that he has established, even though we might not want to, we still have to do that in order to maintain a relationship with God. Now, I want you to kind of think about this concept. A lot of times when we're trying to understand what Scripture says and how it applies to our daily life today, you know, what, the things that are relevant today and, and you know, what, what we see and what we hear there, uh, we we look at Scripture and we say, well, how many times is, is this particular topic maybe mentioned? Well, the concept of obedience or the word obedience uh, in reference to obedience to God is mentioned in Scripture over 8,400 times, over 8,400 times. Now, I don't know about you, but that tells me that obedience to God and to God's laws and the rules, if you will, is extremely important. It's extremely important for many different reasons. Uh, obedience is this willingness to submit yourself, your will, your own personal will that God gave us, free will. Obedience is when I say, not what I will, but God, what your will is. That's what becomes the priority of my life. You know, obedience is the basis for the actions of Christians. It's part of the hope and part of the life that we live here in this life. Scripture emphasizes that there is an absolute necessity to be obedient to the laws of God in order to be in that right relationship with who he is. Now, today's scripture is coming from the book of Deuteronomy and I've got it on the screen there for you. Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14. Now, I'm going to go through and read them for you, but it's a long section. So you, this is something you probably want to ponder uh, through this week. And I encourage you that this week in your own personal devotion time, take a look at this particular passage of Scripture and ask yourself, how is this relevant to my life here today? So here's what Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14 says. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all of his commands that I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. That sounds like a wonderful promise. 
All of these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Then you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Regardless of, in other words, regardless of where you are, as you follow God in obedience, you'll be blessed. And it continues, The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed, and you will be blessed when you come in, and blessed when you go out. He's emphasizing here that obedience leads to tremendous blessings in every aspect of our life. And it continues with verse 7 here, and it says, The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but they will flee from you in seven. Now, remember, seven is that perfect number in Scripture. And that's what he's saying here is they'll, people might come against you. There might be nations that come against you or, or problems or people or institutions that come against you as a Christian, you know, but God has your back here. And, but they will flee in many different directions, and, and God will handle the situation perfectly. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that he is giving to you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised you on oath. And if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Verse 10 says, Then all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity. In the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, and in the land he swore to your ancestors to give to you. The Lord will open up the heavens, the storehouses of his bounty, and send rain on your land in seasons, and to bless all of the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail if you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them. You will always be on top and never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands that I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. And that's the end of our scripture passage for this morning. This passage was written by Moses in his old age. It is part of a series of farewell messages to the nation of Israel as they're wandering through the desert, and they're heading toward Canaan. They're heading toward the promised land. This particular passage is instructions, um, a letter of instruction written by Moses to the nation of Israel, reminding them but as you enter into the promised land, this land that God has promised to you, that land, this land that God has offered to you, uh, you have to obey God if you want everything to go right. You know, if you want to go in and you want to be safe and you want your crops to grow and you want, you know, this, this quote, land of milk and honey, if you want all of this stuff, then you simply need to honor God and to be obedient to the laws that God has established. 
you know, we all have to obey God in order to be in a saving relationship with him. You can't love God and serve God and then ignore totally the things that he wants you to do. But somehow we still act in rebellion to the many different things that God calls us to, the many different ways that God calls us to live life. A lot of times we just don't want to. So the question becomes, how come even when we know what God wants us to do, do we not do it? Or do we act otherwise? How is it that we as Christians understand how God wants us to live, but then we ignore it? You know, could it, could it be that we, maybe we don't understand completely, you know, what the word obedience is all about? I was doing a little bit of research, and I saw that a few theologians kind of commented on what the obedience uh, verbiage in Scripture was all about. Uh, one of them said, in simple terms, it means hearing the Word of God and then acting upon it. That's, that's pretty basic, pretty simple. And I like that one. Another one said that it implies aligning our will to God's will, doing what God has asked us to do. It's not forcing us. We have free will. We can do whatever we want. But God is showing us here that, you know, if you really love me and trust me, then this is how I want you to show it. This is how I want you to prove it. You know, I want you to be obedient to me and to do the things uh, that I've called you to do. You know, it is when we completely surrender to his authority and that we base our decisions on his you know, his laws and his guidelines and the things that he's written to us, that we really show how devoted that we are to God. You know, obedience is part of the way that we show him that we love him, part of the way that we we show that God is is trustworthy and that we can live for him by obeying the things that he calls us to obey, even if we don't understand them even if they don't make sense, even if they're against the grain. You know, I don't like this, or I don't think this is right. We still are called to be obedient to God. You know, sometimes we're like kids, and we really don't want to eat the carrots. Instead, many times what we do is we rebel. We rebel against the things that God calls us to do. And we refuse to be obedient to those things. We've got to remember, it's not like God is calling us to, you know, do things that are bad or evil or anything of that nature. It's, we're, we're like kids. We, we don't see the reason for it. We don't want to do it. Or I don't like carrots. Or I don't like doing this. And, and we rebel against God. You know, this is part of what we are doing when we rebel and we are disobedient against God. We're like little kids. Sometimes we've got to remember that God is God, and he is the one that is in control, and he is the one that has ordained what's right and wrong, and he's the one that says, you know, live for me, and I promise you that you'll live an abundant and a very blessed life. So I want to leave... Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church. 
where we challenge our faith with some of the most difficult issues. Tough Questions for God is available on Facebook Live Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or go on our website at toughquestionsforgod.org and just follow the links on the homepage for YouTube or via podcast. Thanks for joining and don't forget to like and share. God bless.